All right, Anchor Nation. I'm your host, Aaron Rollins. Thank you for tuning in once again live and ad-free on my podcast on Anchor. Um, I think it's brought to you by Spotify now. I I don't know. I, I got some sort of email talking about how Spotify is now involved. I think they may have bought Anchor. Anchor is not a huge platform anyway. I ask people about it all the freaking time and nobody knows what it is. So I don't know. It's one of those things where like, oh, they've got a, a little bit of competition. It's it's kind of detracting from their listenership, uh, detracting from their audience. Let's just go ahead and buy it. They're not super expensive. So they, they did, I guess. I, I'm very ignorant about that kind of stuff. I, I don't keep up with that. That's all over my head. Like who buys who? I did keep track of the whole Microsoft buying all those gaming platforms because that pissed me off. Those uh, those gaming platforms are platforms I've been playing for a long time, and now another damn company is taking over. It's like so, so many changing. Um, what's the word? It's it's uh, switching hands so much. Anyway, all I'd say that uh, you know I kind of had an epiphany recently, um, just earlier today actually, where. You know, I've been struggling with this genetics class, and I know this is going to sound dramatic, but genetics is the key to a lot of other classes I need to get through in order to graduate and get into my graduate school. I, If I can't get through genetics and genetic throws up a roadblock, I'm, I'm at the point where I'm like, you know, all these other people are graduating. I've been on this journey for over a decade to get a bachelor's degree and... Um, Granted, I, it's, I haven't gone to school every year for the last 10 years. Um, I started my education journey in 2010 and uh, took a year off when I went to Afghanistan, um, transferred from Texas to North Carolina, came back to Texas, didn't go to school for a little bit, uh, came back to school and just switched up here, there and everywhere. Um, I went to MCC twice. I went to Navarro College in Corsicana once. I went to NC State. Now I'm at UMHB and it's sucking down all my money and it's expensive as fuck. Damn, this this fucking college is expensive. And I just can't afford to slow down and, and, t- and take another break. I've got to get through this. I've got to get it done. And um, what I've decided is, is that if things start to take a bad turn for me, then um, I'm, I'm going to pursue a career in journalism. Um... I've always been a, a good writer. I've written, you know, research papers or discussion papers or just various papers for other people in other classes, even though I wasn't in those classes and got good grades. Um, I've, I've done all kinds of stuff when it comes to writing that, you know, for me, it's easy. It's, it's not hard for me to put words on a page. I can either bullshit through it or I can actually write something that's kind of a little thought provoking. Maybe it's not, you know the most intelligent paper you've ever read because I'm not an expert, but you can look at my writing and be like, oh, he makes some really good points. And um, anyway, so that's kind of where I'm at there. Um, let's let's say best case scenario, everything works out and I get through where I'm, where I'm trying to go and I'm, I get in through um, my master's degree and I get licensed and stuff. I think later on in my life, that's going to be something that I pursue because um, for me, it's it's not hard, and there are topics that I'm interested in talking about. And um, fuck my my brother and his friends aren't gonna goddamn talk to me about them, you know. <laughs> I gotta be invested in communities that are interested in in the things that I'm interested in, like uh, not just ne- necessarily science fiction or literature, but you know, scientific technology and developments. 
Um, I was looking at something the other day about how, you know, there's an alternative fuel source that's coming up that's supposed to be incredibly efficient, and that really intrigued me. And then, you know, the different technologies the military uses that they're spending, you know, bukus of dollars on. I could talk about that all day. It's just so infuriating how much money gets squandered on the defense budget. Um, how much money gets squandered on contracts with these different companies. And um, I started thinking about that even more when I saw this fucking TikTok. Uh, for the record, I don't use TikTok. I don't have that app. But other people will send me stuff from that stuff, uh, that app. And I'll be watching those videos. And um, you've got this one that in particular that I'm talking about where this guy puts his uh, eyes and mouth over these images and the images will be like the map of the USA, the map of Russia, the map of China or whatever. And he's talking about how, you know, Russia is <laughs> making all these moves and the USA is like, oh, you want to play this game? Okay. Do you smell that? That's the smell of my defense budget getting overflowed. All right. Raytheon, Northman Group or any of those, Lockheed Martin, uh, build me some cool shit. And I'm like, okay. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about the cool shit they built you. Especially that fucking fighter jet that is projected to cost billions of dollars that we still don't even fucking use efficiently because it's got so many flaws. It's actually not safe to fly. Let's talk about that shit. Let's talk about the hundreds of millions of dollars that have been sunk into it already. And it's flown less combat air, uh, missions than non-combat aircraft. Uh... And you'll be like, well, that doesn't make sense. I'm like, well, they, they will take those non-combat aircraft and put them in combat missions to uh, augment their capabilities. So this fucking fighter jet that's supposed to be, you know, doing attack missions is so faulty that, the, you know, it, it's not reliable. Anyway, I'm ranting on and here and on and on about that crap. But you get what I'm saying. Um, that's just something that infuriates me. And I'm not saying I'll be a journalist and I'll go investigate... Uh, you know, the Department of Defense or the U.S. government or anything like that. I'm not saying all that nonsense because, once again, that's all over my head. But, you know, touching on those topics, when you see those kind of articles and you read the, the data that's in them, you need other people to know. So, I, I don't know, maybe I can work for a company that talks about that kind of stuff, that talks about new technologies and medical applications, um, like different types of catheters that people use. You know, I mean, you think about it. There's a lot of stuff that's in use now that was not in use, um, I don't know, 20 years ago. Uh, no, a little bit longer than that. Like in the 90s. Ooh, I can say that now. 30 years ago. Ugh. That's, that's not good. <laughs> really getting a sense of how old I am now. But, you know, in the 90s, the whole safety needles weren't real big. Um, and people were getting stuck and injured all the time on the job. And then they came out with the whole retractable needle and the... The automatic cap applicator. Um, that that I mean, they made a movie out of it. It's called Puncture. A really good movie, by the way. Um, I, I don't know. Maybe I should be a movie critic. Whatever. So, Puncture stars Chris Evans and some other uh, actors. That I can't really remember their names. And uh, it's based on the true life of this lawyer who was also a drug addict and uh, had like a a sex worker addiction or something like that. He was always with a different prostitute or hooker or whatever. And, uh, yeah, he just couldn't get his drug habit under control and eventually it killed him. Um, now I don't know if this is true, a true life fact about the, the person this movie is based on, but in the movie, when he overdoses and they go to collect his body, 
they find a shitload of, of those safety needles that he was using um, to do, use as drugs, but to also, you know, prevent injury, him getting stuck again or reusing a dirty needle or whatever. Um, dirty needles were, you know, the influencing factor when it came to contamination from, you know, blood products or medications or whatever. And, uh, you know, the techniques to sterilize, you know, medical equipment is, is pretty intense. So, you know, it's just simpler to buy another needle, use it once and discard it. So in poor countries, like in, um, third, third world countries, Central America, South America, Africa, they don't have that luxury. And so you've got discarded needles all over the fucking place. You better be geared up to protect you from getting a puncture wound from somebody that might have goddamn HIV. Next thing you know, you got it or uh, hepatitis or some other bloodborne pathogen. You know, you, <laughs> it's fucking dangerous. <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah. So that's something that I came to the realization today. And this, this one's going to be a short one. Y'all, I, I didn't start recording until I was like halfway to work and I'm at work now. I got to get in here. Um, on a less, uh, intense note, I've got this badass PC that I just started running and I played a game on it today and it doesn't look much different, but it's also an older game. So I don't expect it to be like, wow, this is cool. What is cool is that I've got a bigger monitor on it. And I was like, oh, Hey, I can see all these details now that I couldn't see before. Cause my screen was so small. So, um, I got a 32 inch monitor now and I was talking to my friend that's a, a PC guru about it, and he's like, oh, that's big, huh? Have you seen my 47-inch monitor that's on top of my 20, 28-inch monitor? I was like, man, I don't need to melt my eyeballs. I don't need all that. <laughs> I don't need curved monitors stacked with, you know, all that nonsense. I don't know. That's not for me. I've seen those giant computer uh, cases that go up the side of the wall, and people, like, hang hooks on them to attach their appliances, and... You know, they're running like five external drives inside of that that case and all kinds of cooling and processors and shit like that. I'm, I'm not crunching and data mining. I'm, I'm just playing games and doing some homework. That's it. So that's that's all I need from that. Anyway, um, I'm just happy to have it because it's a high-end gaming PC and it's the best PC I've had ever. Um, I had a high-end gaming PC about 10 years ago, but I never used it. I built it. I turned it on. Um, I didn't have an operating system on it, so all I could see were the BIOS and the ROM. Um, that's that was it. I, I could see the uh, the framework of the operating system, or excuse me, I could see the framework of the of the computer um, on the screen. You know, and if you don't know what what that is, I'm not even going to bother telling you because I'm going to get it wrong. But you know, I, I started it up, and the boot screen would show up, and you'd see all these options, and uh, that was all you could do. You couldn't run any programs or anything like that. So yeah, I had it, but. I never used it. I ended up selling it for like a fraction of the price so that I could come back home. So this, this PC is going to be a game changer for me. And I'm seeing some people in the parking lot doing some fucking sketchy walking shit. They're walking arm in arm. It looks like they're going to fall. Yeah, y'all wonder how people get hurt. Dumb shit like that. Anyway, um, I will be on later to share some more updates and uh, talk about some of the funny stuff that I've been seeing here recently. If y'all are looking for a laugh, stay tuned. Uh, <laughs> there's some good stuff that I've stumbled across and I hope you'll enjoy it when I share it with you until next time I'm Aaron Rollins from the Southeast third podcast. We've done this live and ad free. I appreciate y'all being here. Please continue to drink water and take care of yourselves. I am signing off.